by Michelle Long. Time for a daily market wrap this Wednesday, March 15, 2023. Global stock market staged a solid comeback Wednesday as investors bet the worst of the fallout from the Silicon Valley Bank collapse has passed. Investors have also started to pile back into banking shares, which are leading gains in Tokyo, Hong Kong, and even in Manila. Investors are digesting as well cooling, albeit sticky, inflation print for America in February. New Edge Wealth's Ben Emmons says the Fed has no choice but to hike by at least 25 basis points next week and maybe again in May. That the Fed has no choice but to hike rates next week. They will do that by 25 basis points because that's the pace of tightening that they have sort of found a consensus within the Fed board about. Uh, even though the power last week before the SVB crisis did indicate they may raise, uh, may increase the pace, sorry, if, in, in case all the data together was showing more strength. And by the way, that is so far the case where we've had actually better, stronger inflation data here today on top of already better than expected payroll data on Friday. Mm-hmm. But it leads them to, with this crisis in between, to 25 base points. And, and the reason is, is that what has happened over the weekend is the Fed can also use tools in its toolbox, such as a lending facility. The Fed meets next week, March 22nd, followed by the Banco Central on the 23rd. Emmons, however, expects the relief rally to stay fragile. For the day, the PSE index clawed its way back above 6,400, despite hefty net foreign selling of 4.8 billion pesos. Meanwhile, Regina Capital's John Luis Selection cites how earlier bullish momentum eventually faded. As the day progressed, uh, we can see more profit-taking. I think it's normal, the volume is normal, when during times like these, that uh, most market participants are taking profits. In corporate stories, ASEANA City developer DM1 Sislao nets 2.1 billion pesos in 2022 profit, up 3%, driven by fresh contributions from expansion projects. Core net income, which removes one-off gains like those from the Create Law that boosted numbers the previous year, grew 13% and already exceeded pre-pandemic 2019 levels by 27%. Rental revenues went up 9% to 2.2 billion, while residential revenues grew over twofold to 1.3 billion. The group's flagship commercial project, Parkal, is 89% complete as of December. Another beneficiary of improved economic activity amid further reopening is San Miguel affiliate Bank of Commerce, which reported record profit of 1.8 billion pesos in the full year of 2022, up 49%. Total loans breached the 100 billion peso mark, up 41% from the previous year's 74, while investment securities grew by 19% to 58 billion. Meanwhile, formerly Leisure and Resorts World, the partner of Melco in City of Dreams, Manila, which has been rebranded to DigiPlus, is changing its stock symbol from LR to PLUS effective immediately. The company says this is part of efforts to create a stronger brand that will reflect the company's growing ambitions beyond the traditional gaming market. And Ayala Corporation confirms it's earmarking 264 billion pesos in CapEx this year to grow its property, telco, and power businesses. This is slightly lower than the previous year's CapEx of 297 billion. Of the total, the biggest share of 85 billion will go to Ayala Land, 76 to Globe, 51 to ASEN, and 19 billion to the parent company. In other news, Cebu Pacific launches daily flights from Clark to Incheon, South Korea, beginning May 5. 
The launch of the Clark Incheon route will bring the total number of international routes from Clark to six, more than the initial target of five. SEBPAC now flies to 34 domestic and 25 international destinations across Asia, Australia, and the Middle East. We create a level playing field for business because the rules on this will be for everybody the same and it will lead to better comparable information for investors for capital markets. And finally, ESG Standard Setter Global Reporting Initiative says the uptake of its GRI standards in corporate reporting is slightly higher in Manila at 71% of listed companies versus the region's 70%, showing commitment of the business community to providing information to stakeholders. GRI CEO Elko van der Enden, however, notes the challenge now is to embrace smaller companies. Uh, smaller medium enterprises are crucial in global supply chains uh, and they are the suppliers of the larger businesses that set off their products all over the world. Without smaller medium enterprises becoming part of this wider, call it ESG drive, uh, the whole system will not work uh, to its optimal. So we are looking into capacity building programs and support programs enabling smaller businesses. And that is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.